As I promised last week, I'll be giving out gift cards to the students who have collected their, their sermon notes. <clears throat> I've decided that it's supposed to be 10 sermon notes for one gift card, but because it's the first time, we'll be giving out <clears throat> one gift card for five sermon notes that you've collected. So kids, if you have collected, if you already have five sermon notes, bring, it to, bring them to me, you will get a gift card. Have a gift card? <laughs> so bring it to me and I'll do that. And from then on, your first is five, but the next one on is 10. So if you have 10, you only get one gift card. But if you have 15 today, you'll get two gift cards. If you have three, that means you need to write your sermon note for two more weeks and bring them to me and you will get a gift card. Okay, your first one is five. Next time on, it will be 10. Okay, so keep that in mind. Bring them to me anytime. I'll check them and I'll get you your gift card. If you don't have your sermon note now, it's time for you to go get one. <laughs> no, get your note now. <clears throat> Happy Sabbath, everyone. Uh, we've been talking about the Good Shepherd and the sheep. David's Psalm, Psalm 23. And we learned that um, how David wrote the Psalm of Psalm 20, uh, 23 and talked about the relationship between the shepherd and sheep and how important it is. And we'll continue on with the study from verse 3. It says, He restoreth my soul. Does God restore our souls? Yes, he does. And that means a lot to us. But to David, it meant something a lot more than what we can imagine. So we'll explore that part. <clears throat> As a shepherd, I'm also talking from the book that I shared last week. Um, a shepherd looks at Psalm 23. And Philip Keller um, found out he's a pastor as well. I thought he was not a pastor because it doesn't say in his biography, but he is. Um, he passed away a few years ago, but he still, he was a pastor. And he shares what he means by when David said, he restoreth my soul. Have you ever seen animals fall down? When cats or dogs fall down, what do they do? They get right back up and they keep on running around, jumping around. Sheep, when they fall down, they, they get back up, but sometimes they cannot. So that is called cast, or they're cast away. So what that means is that when sheep, this is what happens. Sheep, when they're eating, they're busy running around eating, eating, and they do a lot of things. They're very active in some, some sense. But if they are full, if they feel the sense of peace, satisfaction, safety, then they would like to sit down and just relax. So what they do is they go around in the field, they find their favorite spot. They find a spot where it's a little hollow or maybe a little depressed, and they will go try to find it there and find their comfy spot, and they sit there and they maybe would like to meditate or sleep, doze off or something. And time goes on and they would like to stretch and they either relax or stretch, change their position, and then their body, because it's heavy or sometimes it has a lot of wool, it would roll a little bit, the body will roll a little, and then equilibrium will tip and they would lose balance. 
And when, they, when that happens, you know, like when you lose balance, you try to catch your balance, right? Your body reacts to try to catch balance. Sheep also does the same thing. It would kick in the air and try to catch balance, but that makes it worse. And now it's all on the back and the four feet are all the way up. If their feet are no longer touching the, touching the ground, a lot of times they cannot turn back, turn uh, around and, and find balance again. And I'll show you a little video. It's there. If you can go to the next slide, I'll show you a video of what it means. Let's get the volume up as well. This is what happens. So they can't get back up. So they are trying and trying, trying, but then they give up because they can't help themselves. Now, this is after someone went and helped them. They try to get up, but they can't. You know how they are groggy at first. So what happens is that this is very dangerous for sheep because once they tip over, they cannot get back up. Like, Turtles, they can't, but then they have other friends that push them to get back. But sheep, other sheep, they don't really help them. <laughs> so once they tip over, what happens is that gas starts to build up in their, in their body. And that, that bloats inside. Sometimes if the time passes enough, then it would block the circulation of the certain parts of the body, especially their legs, and their legs fall asleep. And that's just, they can't, it's getting worse and worse to the point where it becomes really bad, then they would die in that place. If the weather is really hot and the sun is beating, then the, shepherd, the, the book says in a few hours, they could lose their life. If it is a rainy day, if it's cool and it's breezy, then they could be sitting there for days if nobody comes to help them. So <clears throat> it's called cast. When they are cast, then they can't help themselves up. Someone has to come and help them. So shepherds will come and like, okay, you are down again. Get back up. <laughs> and they, the shepherds will come and try to shake them up and help them to find their balance. And they are like, you know, kicking and they are doing that. But then once they find their balance, they can't get back up right, right, and then right away and run. If it's been only like 10, 20 minutes, they can. But if, if it's been for hours, you just saw the picture, the video. The sheep was trying to get up, but he couldn't get up because circulation needs to go through the legs. Before that, the, the sheep is really groggy for, for some time. It may take five, 10 minutes before the sheep can actually get back up and go back to its, its life again. But once it's up, it's completely fine. But before that, the sheep may die. So <clears throat> the shepherd, this guy, knowing exactly what's going on, he says that when David said he restored my soul, could very well mean this. Because a lot of sheep do that. It's not just if it is a healthy sheep, it may not fall down, it may not cast. But no, any sheep is prone to do that. Especially the sheep that are older, the sheep that are bigger, fatter, with a lot of wool, tend to lose balance. But a healthy, strong, uh, uh, big, mature sheep, strong sheep can also uh, 
become, can be um, the victim of cash sheep, and it could also lose life. And sometimes, if it is an, if it is a ewe, it may be pregnant, and it's not just one sheep, it could be whatever number of babies that it has inside dying with it. Why, if it is a mother, then the baby sheep will lose its mother, and they become orphans. So shepherds are really aware of what's going on, and they need to keep an eye on sheep. Remember in the story, there is a story of uh, the shepherd counting the numbers of sheep. So there are 100 sheep out there, and then there's only, like one day, he comes home, and he finds how many? 99. One is missing. That story, that's exactly what this is talking about. So he counts his sheep, and he sees one is missing. And the first thing that goes to the shepherd's mind is that, oh, one of my sheep is cast somewhere. Instead of running away somewhere, that's more rare, but a cast sheep is a lot more common. So he would think, oh, you know what? Somewhere in the field, he's cast. I need to go find him. And he says, every minute counts because it's critical. For some cases, sheep can die in just a few hours. So if it's been out there for, like, let's say if it's in the evening, if it was cast in the morning, he could, have already, he could have been already dead. So as soon as the shepherd realized that his sheep is missing, he would go run after trying to find his sheep. So in the field, as you have seen in the video, shepherds are always counting their sheep. Okay, so one, two, three, four. And they're like, do you count sheep when you can't fall asleep at night? <laughs> Something similar. But shepherds are counting their sheep. And if one is missing or two is missing, then he will look around the field to see if there is any feet up. Then he will go and help the sheep find its balance again. But if he is not in that field, he will try to go back, trace back, trace back the routes that they took all day long. Maybe where they went to the place where they went to drink water, or maybe the place, the field where they were in the morning they will try to go back, and often enough, they can find the sheep. And a lot of times, they're okay. They just, they just need someone to help them to get back up. But sometimes, it is too late. Then they um, are dead. So when God restores my soul, David says, he, God is the one who restores my soul. Because sheep cannot help them to get back up. Other sheep can't help them. It is only the shepherd who will come and help them. And David said, he restored my soul, he leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. And if you read on, the, the relationship, the picture that David pictures here, it's very beautiful. And it's, it's also interesting that he goes on to say in um, verse 5, Thou anointest my head with oil. So do you know that shepherds carry around oil and they anoint sheep? Why? Why would they do that? <coughs> Excuse me. Summertime, what's everywhere that's, that's bugging you all the time, that's bothering you all the time? Wintertime, it's usually okay. But summertime, mosquitoes, flies. Oh, we are blessed here in Southern California, San Diego. I hardly ever see mosquitoes. And that's, that's the part that I love about Southern California. 
if you are up in like Michigan where I used to be, I, people say, do not run summertime. Do not run with your mouth open. Otherwise, your mouth will be full of mosquitoes. That's how many mosquitoes are there. Um, but here, we are blessed to have almost none mosquitoes. But summertime, there are a lot of flies and mosquitoes, especially if there is a farm near it. There are a lot of animals and manure. You have a lot of flies. Now, for sheep, that's also critical as well. Because in summertime, they have a lot of flies, but especially they have something called nasal flies or nose flies. What they do is that they fly around the head of the sheep. And they are trying to find opportunities to lay eggs on the soft and soft and, and moist part of the sheep's nose. If they are successful and they lay eggs, and the eggs will hatch in a few days. And the larvae or the, the maggots of the flies' eggs will crawl up to the nasal path to the brain of the sheep and it would live there. It would eat, and it would live there. Can you imagine what that sheep will go through once that happens? Imagine you have bugs from your nose <laughs> curled up into your brain and living inside, and they are expanding, they're going around, moving around, eating parts of your flesh. If it becomes really severe, the sheep will go blind because it has eaten up whatever parts that are needed for the sheep to see. But if it's really bad, then it would cause a lot of irritation, inflammation. What do you think the sheep will do? I need to go see a doctor. I need a surgery. Can you, can you scan my head to see if there are any bugs, anything bothering me? Can, can sheep do that? No. All they do <laughs> is they beat their head against the rocks or poles or bushes because it's just itching, irritating, and it's just bothering them a lot. So sheep, if, if you see a sheep like going crazy and hitting his head against a wall or a rock or, or a pole or a tree, most likely that's what happens, nasal flies. And sometimes sheep will hit his head so badly, sometimes it will kill itself. And when it's not that bad, it will either go blind or something. So shepherds, what they do is you need to like, watch your sheep really carefully and find out if there, is, if there are any flies. Summertime is a time where there are a lot of flies. And when you see any sheep, so these are the signs of the nasal fly or other flies running around, flying around. If the sheep will not rest and run back and forth, back and forth the field, like running, <laughs> racing this way, racing that way, racing this way, without stopping. Dogs like to do that, right? <laughs> but if sheep do that, there's something going on. Usually, they are trying to escape from the flies, knowing that you know, they, are, they are paranoid by the flies. So they are trying to run away. But then at the end of running all day long, what, what, do, you think that will, what do you think will happen to them? They'll be just they will collapse of just sheer exhaustion. <laughs> or sometimes sheep, instead of running away, they would, they would uh, toss their head up and down like this the whole time. <laughs> so when shepherds see sheep doing that, like, oh, they're flies. 
So what's the solution? Anoint their head with oil. So it's not just oil. They have like homemade solution. It's the, the, the book lists what to mix, like the, the recipe for how to make that solution. But it's basically like nowadays you have different kind of medicine to use. But back then, the, chem, the, the solution, homemade solution, was that they have olive oil or oil, and they mixed with like sulfur and whatever, different things that they would, spices, they would mix it and they would carry it in their pocket. And when they see a sheep doing that, like either racing back and forth or bouncing his head all the time or like going crazy like that, and he would apply a little bit of oil on the nose and the ears. And suddenly, the sheep finds peace. Flies don't come bother them anymore. And all of a sudden, they can sit down and relax. Can't you just picture that? <laughs> it's beautiful. So when David said, thou anointest my head with oil, that's what, what that meant. Now you see the bigger picture of what that really means. Now, <clears throat> Do some things bother you in your spiritual life? Are there some things that are bothering you all the time? Sometimes it could be those little things that are annoying us all the time. It's not something big, something really small. Like, you know, my next door neighbor is making a lot of noise at night. He's playing something really loud or he's um, doing something. A lot of those things in Korea... <coughs> People live in apartments, apartments that are different than here. Apartments here are like maybe, you know, three, four, six complexes, small apartments. But in Korea, they're all vertical. There are buildings that are 18, 20, 50 story high buildings, and they all live there in that place. So, so the first floor, second, third, and the, the, let's say 20 story house building, they all live in the same place. If the people up there, if they are jumping or running, what do you think they will hear from the, the lower floor? They hear every single thing. They try to block the noise, but then you can't block the noise completely. Sometimes you hear stories of people like fighting, arguing, like, you know, you are running your, your, run, your, your washing machine at two in the morning. Like, no, we weren't. <laughs> they were fighting. And you hear stories like that. But people get annoyed because of parking, because of someone cutting you off, or whatever that may be, your neighbors, people at your job, people get frustrated for over something small. So just like that, flies, like even though they're really small, they can cause so much damage in sheep's life, and let alone take away their peace. Those little things can bother us all the time. Then what do we need at that time? Anointing oil of the Holy Spirit. When we have the anointing of the Holy Spirit, those little things that bother us all the time will not bother us anymore because we have that peace. I talk about mosquito repellents all the time. In Haiti, <coughs> there are mosquitoes everywhere. So I said I had mosquitoes, re mosquito repellent all the time with me, but still that would get me. Just sometime that I didn't put it on or one spot that I missed to put on, they would find that spot and they would feast with my blood, that's what they did. But on the way back, uh, we were on a bus, about three hour drive from the compound 
to the airport, the three-hour drive. When we got there, when we got onto that bus in that morning, going toward the airport, I could see literally like hundreds of flies trapped inside the bus. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this ride is going to be quite interesting. But luckily, I had mosquito repellent applied apply just before getting on that bus. I saw flies flying around, but I was at peace. But at the end of the ride, when we got to the airport, there were a whole bunch of people. I think there was one person, I don't know if you saw the pictures, there was one person who had so many mosquito bites on the back of her legs, there were literally like 20, 30 bites. And Jeremy <laughs> brought out a uh, Sharpie. <laughs> Connect the dots. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite funny. But there were ho that's how many mosquitoes were there. Um, but I was able to sleep or just relax because I had the repellent on. No matter how many mosquitoes there were in the bus. And we had the windows open and the, the car was driving fast, but the mosquitoes were not flying out because they, they stayed inside. So if we have the anointing of the Holy Spirit, then those things may not bother us. Do you want the anointing of the Holy Spirit? Do you want flies or Satan bothering us, bugging us all the time? Do you want to be free from Satan's, Satan's bugging? We need the Holy Spirit. And I pray that God will bless us with the Holy Spirit. And talking about the, the cast sheep. Now, <clears throat> the sheep, they don't get cast when they're standing up, going around, eating, running around. They get cast, they become cast, when they're sitting down, relaxing. So if you think you are comfortable and you are relaxing, you are at the right, at the verge of being cast. That's a dangerous time. When you become really comfortable, oh, life is going well, it's, it's smooth, it's, it's easy sailing, everything is going fine, everything is on cruise control, life is going well, you know, we are, every, everyone's doing fine. That's the dangerous time. And just one thing, it can tip and we can lose balance and we can become cast, which could cost our spiritual life as well. So let's be careful. Another reason why it would anoint oil, summertime is the bug time, but fall season is the mating season for sheep. So what they do is they try to find their partners to mate. And <clears throat> do you know how they decide which, which male will have all the, all the privilege of finding all the female sheep? They fight, and the strongest of them all will have their privilege. If you lose a fight, you don't get to do that. So each year, they do, they do competition the way of them deciding the strongest um, male ram is, is butting. So all they do is they go and like butt their head to see which one is the strongest. And this is, not, this is the big horn sheep that I'm talking about. Their impact is so strong, it's about 35 kilometers, about 20 miles per hour. They come in contact and they hit that impact one impact is enough to kill a human being instantly. But sheep, bighorn sheep, 
They do that for hours. And other sheep, even though their impact may not be as strong as the bighorn sheep, they have that impact for hours. So they fight for hours unless one gives up. Like, okay, my head is not strong. It hurts too much. Okay, you take it. <laughs> so they, they butt all day long. And shepherds hear that all the time. And sometimes some of them may get killed. Many times they get injured. So what they do is that they will go and find axle grease and they put it on sheep's head <laughs> or ram's head. So when the time comes, they come and they butt. Guess what happens? It's all lubricated. When they butt, when they hit, it's not the same effect anymore. They feel like, what's going on here? <laughs> it doesn't feel the same. I hit you, you hit me. It's supposed to feel this way. It's supposed to hurt. It doesn't hurt. It's like, pew. It just <laughs> it slides off. And they get frustrated, like, what's going on? And they just give up, like, oh, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. So they don't get hurt as much. So that's why they say they anoint their head with oil. Two reasons for uh, being free from bugs and to save them from hurting them, hurting each other so much. Now, do we hurt each other sometimes? Do we want to be that top sheep? Yeah, we do that sometimes. People next to us, oh, I have to be better than you. I have to make more money than you. I have to be smarter than you. I have to do everything better than you. Maybe we are trying to find, trying to fight our, our friends, our peers. They're, we are friends. We, we share our, our ranch together. We share our meal together. We are friends. But sometimes we are enemies, like frenemy, right? If we do that, sometimes we need that anointing of the Holy Spirit on our heads so that it would protect us and it would save us from all that uh, is happening. So in talking about sheep and the shepherd relationship, Shepherd knows exactly what's going on in sheep's life. And sheep, without the shepherd, cannot survive, cannot make it. Like, we hear stories of other animals and other things that, that run, like, escape free and go, go live in the wild for a while. Sheep, most likely, there could be some exceptions, but most likely would not survive a season or a year because they just are that much dependent upon shepherds. Now, do they know shepherd's voice? Do sheep know shepherd's voice? I found a video. I thought it was quite interesting. I'll play the video for you. If you can play the video and um, listen, like just, just watch and see what happens. So they are copying, mimicking the shepherd or the farmer's voice. Second person. Responding. A third out there. Third person. 
I guess it must be their language. Tika, 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 tika. That must be the language. Now the farmer. Just like that. You can stop the video. Just, just go to the next slide. Yeah. So just like that, sheep is not the language. It's the same thing. The other people, three people tried the same thing. The shepherd told them, well, this is what you need to say. And they were saying, tika, 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 tika. Well, same thing that the shepherd was saying. But then the tone of voice, the voice that the shepherd had, sheep all knew that. And when the shepherd called, at first they were busy eating. But then they're like, oh. That's, that's my daddy calling me. And they all turned around. You saw them? They were all coming toward the shepherd because shepherd was about to feed them or do something. So sheep know the shepherd's voice. We're all sheep. Do we know our master's voice? Do you hear God's voice? Do you respond to God's voice? Sometimes, like the Bible says, we go astray. Just like we are sheep, we have gone astray. Maybe we have gone astray. Maybe we are cast. Maybe we need the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Whatever we are, whatever stage we are, we need to realize that we need the shepherd. Do you realize your need of the good shepherd? If you think you need the shepherd, do, do you think you need the shepherd in your life? Yeah, if you do, let us pray that God will come to our lives and be our shepherd, and we will go back home with the shepherd. Let us not be lost. Let us not be cast. And let us realize that we need the Holy Spirit. We need our good shepherd, Lord, to come into our lives and be our shepherd. Let us pray. Father God in heaven, we thank you that you are our good shepherd. Lord, we learn that we need the Holy Spirit. We need you to come and change our lives. If we are cast, please come and give us balance in our lives. If we are lost, please come and find us. If we are bugged by Satan's temptation, please come and apply the anointing of the Holy Spirit on our head so they will be free from Satan's temptation. And help us to find balance. Help us to realize your voice calling us so that we could go to you and we could be saved. Please bless every single one of us here so that we would know and we will live with you in your house forever as your sheep. Bless us now. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Christine, please come on up. Help us to sing.